Hello there, Grace Helbig here to tell you that my podcast, Not Too Deep, is now a visual show on full screen, thanks in part to AT&T. You can get more details and sign up for full screen at fullscreen.com slash ATT. You can get a year's worth of streamable content at no extra cost if you're an eligible AT&T wireless customer. First year's on them, so why not just sit back and watch us talk at you. We have mouths that move. We wear clothing. Spoiler alert. I mean... Don't give everything away. Oh, sorry. Maybe we don't. <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Ann Helbig, the first. Guess what? We got an exciting episode this week. Guess what? We got an exciting guest on the episode this week. We have one of the OGs of the beauty world on the internet. But, I mean, it's a weird, like, juxtaposition because she's almost, like, too young to be, like, a veteran of the digital media space. But she's beautiful. She's super fun. She can dance. She can sing. She can apply makeup better than I can in, uh, ever possibly do in my life. It's the one, the only, Bethany Moda. Are you ready to get motivated? Even if you're not, it's happening to you and to us. So enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Bethany Moda. We're starting. <laughs> it's happening to us. Bethany, I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for making time. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, we've like, I. it's weird because we always talk about wanting to have you on the show or the podcast. And I feel like we've talked about it enough that I feel like you've already been on. So, oh, how uh, was I? You were great. Thanks. I mean, so many memes, so many specific so memes. stories. Like, God, that's, <laughs> thinking about the mashed potatoes was weird, but we all got over it. So mm. we're here now. Um, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? How's really your good. 2017 going so far? It's been good. It's uh, been a little busy. Yeah? Uh, and I just, I haven't, I haven't written uh, 2016 on a piece of paper or… 2017. Yeah, yeah. Because normally, <laughs> you know when it's like the new yeah. year and you're like writing the previous year? Yeah. I haven't done that yet. Oh, so that's it's good. a pretty good year so far. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Super solid. So it's been busy already and we're only like four, less than four weeks into the year. I, I feel like we're still in the first week though, to be honest. For like sure. I, I don't know what's going on. Do you have any specific, have you outlined any goals or anything that you're like, I'm doing this this year or you not like, because I... I'm not, I've learned as an adult that I'm not a super resolution type person because mm -hmm. I feel like that's setting myself up for failure in a way. Totally. Have, yeah. Are you a resolution person? I don't do resolutions anymore. Okay. Because the same thing, it's like then I have this pressure to yep. get it done in a specific amount of time yep. and that is already too much for me. Mm -hmm. I can't handle it. <laughs> just the thought of that is overwhelming and then I don't do it. Yeah. No, for so sure. for me, it's like, I just know what I want to do. I think that's the number one thing. If you know what you want, then that's good. Just work towards it. As opposed to like, I have to get this done in three weeks. Right. Oh, that's way too much pressure. And yeah. it's probably not realistic. God, teach me about getting clarity. I would love that. Um, so I'm so excited that you're here. I have a bunch of questions for you. And then the internet has a bunch of questions. But we're going to get into mine first. Um, okay. I know that you attend a lot of events. And I was recently talking about wardrobe malfunctions with people. And so my question to you is what is like the weirdest body part you've had to like tape up or like maneuver in some way to attend a red carpet event? Oh, my boobs always get in the way. 
That's always a problem. Was that the alternative title to your book? I hope. <laughs> yeah. That one didn't get approved. Got it. Uh, it wasn't appropriate. Apparently. It didn't reach the demo. We got it. A little it. weird. Uh, yeah, no, that always gets in the way. And it's like kind of annoying because like there will be a dress that I really like. And, right. And then it's just too much. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. too yeah. much. So I've, I'm always having to like, you know, like the push in. Like you can yeah. tape it, but then I also have to do like the push in. For sure. For um, sure. Which there may be a picture of me doing that somewhere. Which is really <laughs> embarrassing but do you have any red carpet hacks like is there something that you've learned to do like I am a huge proponent of putting um uh panty liners in your armpits to collect sweat wow yeah um, that's brilliant yeah uh if anyone out there sweats and has that kind of issue just tape some panty liners into your armpits and it collects it for you I learned that on attack of the show I was a correspondent there and one of the wardrobe people she was just like do you sweat a lot I was like I'd <laughs> I don't know. How She's do like, know? cool, got it. And like already had, like she put my wardrobe in my green room and like had these panty liners taped inside. And I was like, this is genius. That is so brilliant. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to try it. It's, I highly recommend. I don't know if I really have hacks. Like okay. whenever I'm on a red carpet, I just get really nervous. Like they're just so overwhelming because it's like a bunch of people yelling at you. Adults screaming at other adults. Telling you <laughs> how to pose. I'm yeah. like, no, I don't want to turn around. <laughs> I don't like that angle. Like that's actually my worst angle. Or like, Only give us left a thumbs side. up or like something. Yeah. Blow a kiss. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of pervy when you like think back on it. That's like it's a little grown men being like, blow me a kiss. Blow me a kiss. Turn around. Look back over the shoulder. Yeah. yeah I don't. I just get really awkward. And so I've gotten to the point where I just do what I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is how I'm going to pose. And I'm going to pretend like I don't hear the direction. There you go. Because this is what I like. I think that's the best way to handle it. Yeah. Um, Okay. We got a lot of questions about camp. So you, yeah, you and Tyler did a camp last summer. We did. How was that? That was my first time ever going to camp. I was going to ask, are you a camp person? Did you grow up going to camp? Definitely didn't. Okay. So I always wanted to go to camp as a kid, but I never had the opportunity. And also, I was just kind of scared. Sure. So this was my first time, and it was a week long, and I was a little terrified because Tyler and I going into this were like, you know, the heads of the camp were right. the counselors. So we're showing everyone like what to do, follow us. Right, right, right. And uh, it was incredible because, was you know, like we do meet and greets and we get to meet our audience, but this is on a whole nother level. This was for a week straight. Like meet and greets happen for like two hours. This was seven days straight. Yeah, and we're all like sleeping on the same, like the <laughs> same city of each other. And that's so um, sweet. It was cool. Yeah. So I was like in my own cabin and I really just got to like hang out with everyone and participate in all these different activities. I zip lined for the first time and I it's on my bucket list. I've been wanting to do it for so long. How cool. And I didn't want to though. So this is the thing too. <laughs> I was pressured into it by the campers yeah because uh we were doing rock climbing okay and so I was like I can do rock climbing that's fine so I climbed all the way to the top and to get down you can either climb down the ladder or you can zip line down and I have this group of girls from down there watching me and they're like (laughs) do the zip line do the zip line I'm like no, I don't want to. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. how am I going to disappoint these people? They're all like cheering <laughs> me on and they're all looking at me. This is your fear factor moment. And I'm like, I can't not do it now. Yeah. So they won. I ziplined. But it was great. It was great. I almost threw up like, because the first couple <laughs> seconds, the first couple seconds, like you feel your stomach yeah. like come up yeah. out of, almost out of your throat. And I was like, 
Here it comes. I don't like this. This is a great Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, but I did it. We didn't even get it on Snapchat. Like, did yeah, what was the social media of the cat? Like, did everyone have their phones the entire week? No. So we're they were encouraged to uh everyone had to put their phones away. Whoa. So it's just a part of like being in the moment and yeah. like enjoying the experience. Cause you know, these days it's like sometimes we'll do things for the sake of posting it and right. you know, having a party so that we can talk about the party online. Oh, so this sure. was more of just let's be here together right now and just have a good time. We could talk about it later. How was that? It was really cool. Like for me especially. Like I was a little anxious at first. And like, I, you know, I use my phone here and there and they were still able to have their phones at certain times. Sure. But it's like when we were actually doing activities and hanging out, it just wasn't something that, you know, you could pull out your phone and, mm-hmm. you know, Snapchat or whatever. But for me, it was so nice to just kind of turn off in that way. That's such a like release of pressure of like totally. having to exist on social media. <laughs> like, cool. I have the excuse that I'm present at camp right now. Yeah. That's awesome. Are you doing it again this summer? Yes, we are. Cool. I'm so excited. The same place? Same place, yes. Awesome. It'll be really, really cool. And just like working with Tyler was great as well because I love him. So to collaborate with him on that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Tyler at camp is probably he's in his best form there. Oh, totally. It was so fun. <laughs> so fun. And we had like a talent show one of the last days there. <gasps> and that was crazy to see all of these kids that were so talented. They were like singing and dancing. And you're like, who am I I'm to like, be here right now? What? Why do I have a camp? <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, it was very fun. That's so cool. And you get to go do it again. I'm so ready. How cool. Um, okay. Do you have any obsessions right now whether it be like tv shows movies makeup products people you know I was just singing Moana what Moana what's that wait what (laughs) I don't know what that is Moana the movie I don't know it the newest the newest Disney movie I I'm not a Disney movie person it's the one with the rock yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet, but I hear it's really good. It's so good. I was just singing was all the songs this morning. It's a musical. It's a. It's uh. Yeah. I mean, it has. It's, it's a Disney like, movie. It's like you know, okay. Frozen. It's it's like gotcha, that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. It's so good. It's like my obsession right now. Really? Yeah. I want to be Moana. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> that can probably happen. I was gonna ask: Is there like, if you could be an animated character, is there someone or something that you'd want to be? Oh, for sure, Moana or like Pocahontas. I think you can do both of those. I want to. I, the world is your oyster this year, 2017. <laughs> Why happening. not? Why not? Okay, so I have to see Moana. Okay, I'll put that on my list. I have a long list of things I have to see that I learn about every single episode of this podcast. It's like I, I was in the theater and I was literally crying 10 minutes into it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it was just an emotional day for me or what was going on, but like it was just this scene. It was like the beginning scene where she wanted to go into the water so bad. Oh, and no. her parents were like, you can't go into the water, Moana. And I was like, girl, go. Like, <laughs> I want you to go into the water. And I started crying. <laughs> and that's how you know it's a good film. Like, that's how I felt about that movie Up. I was oh, like yeah. not prepared for it. And yes. I was like, no. Like the 10 minute silent sequence in the very beginning. I was like, this is too oh, much Oh, that was too rough. Soon. That was really hard. No one prepared me for that. So many emotions. I don't yeah. trust any animated film since. <laughs> um, okay, so I will watch that though. Um, mm. Have you had a memorable fangirl moment of meeting someone that you've been like, I idolize this person? Or any specific like, I'm crossing paths with x y and z and now i don't know how to be oh like someone that i just like look up to a lot yeah i was able to meet yeah 
Um, oh, that's really hard. I don't know. Okay. Is there someone that you haven't met yet that you're like, God, I would lose my shit if I was going to sit down with this person? Mm, this is really hard. I'm so bad with these questions. Don't worry. Think, think on it. I'll we'll come back to it. it. Let's talk about least favorite condiments just to keep it real um, heavy. <laughs> least mayonnaise. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm I feel sorry. like there's two types of people in the world. People that love mayonnaise, people that hate mayonnaise. I can't do it. No. I mean, if it's in something, okay. but it, it only a little bit. Because like even if you put it in a sandwich and you put a little too much, I'll know. And then it ruins it. <laughs> I'll know. I will know. Like I've been like this since I was younger and really? I was such a brat when I was younger. If my mom would make a sandwich, I'd be like, Mom, no, too How much mayonnaise. You? How dare you? So that's not sitting in your refrigerator at home right now. No. Good to know. Yeah, I mean, I it is a it. weird, the consistency is a little tough. I just can't. Even like uh, different, like spicy mayo, like any of that. That chipotle mayo, just, all of it. I can't. Anything mayonnaise. What's your favorite food? Like, what's your go to? My go to food? Mm-hmm. Sushi. Yeah. Like huh? spicy tuna on crispy rice. Okay. Um, just any kind of sushi I love. It's, I mean, it's a fan favorite. I also love sushi, but I have to like check myself from being too basic. Do you ever find that you're being too basic? Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, with like, I get Starbucks every day. Yeah, like I every. Like, I'll catch my reflection at home and I'm wearing Uggs, drinking like a coffee with like a hazelnut creamer in it and just like watching Real Housewives unironically. Like, I just bought a pair of fake glasses the other day. Yeah. And I was like, I've reached a whole nother level of basic. I wear contacts. Wait, so you you wear contacts, but you bought fake glasses for yourself. For the sake of fashion. And I was like, what am I doing? So you don't have actual glasses? No, they were just like non-prescription, just like $8 like glasses that you can get at Claire's. But yeah. I was like, these are trendy. <laughs> so cool. You got to do it for the Instagram. Mm. Um, I have a question. Your Instagram is beautiful. Can you Thanks. give me tips on taking a good Instagram photo? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I just kind of like try to figure it out. I, like I just exist and people <laughs> take my photo and then I post it and it's beautiful. I, I try to just like post things that I would like to see. Right. Um, but then it's weird because I'll go through these moments where I don't post on Instagram for like three weeks. Because <laughs> I, I start overthinking it like this photo isn't good enough. That photo isn't <laughs> good enough. Come back it's to not it. up to the standard now. It's been three weeks. Now I can't upload this because this isn't up to That's the standard. so funny. Um, yeah. No, I just actually really love photography as well. And I think okay. being a YouTuber is kind of a part of that because I've learned how to use a camera somewhat. For sure. So that just kind of sparked an interest. So sometimes like when I'm traveling, I'll just bring a camera with me and take pictures. And uh, yeah, so I like to have fun with it. But I'm not a photographer in any way. Do you have a preferred social media platform? Is there one like when you turn your phone on that you check first above and beyond all the others? Because you are you are so fascinating to me because you exist online. You've been how long? How many years? Ten years on YouTube? Nine uh, years? Eight. Eight years on YouTube. But still, like your social media presence, like you're very like hot and cold with it in a way. Like you're you have that, I think, thing that people want where it's like you have a private life. You're very much like it seems like you live offline mm -hmm. and like you exist online in like the ways that you want to. Right. And so you've found like a balance, which is so interesting because a lot of people like put their entire life on the Internet in all social media platforms. And I feel like you found like a really great way to kind of like 
choose what you want to show to people. Totally. I think it's also, that was kind of hard for me because I got into YouTube when I was 13. I posted my first video. And so that's like the most awkward stage for people. So I was like, like, I'm going through my most awkward phase. Let me broadcast it to everyone. Yeah, exactly. And that was kind of hard for me because I was figuring out my style and like figuring out myself, my likes, my dislikes, like growing up online. So that became an issue where, you know, when you're younger, it's like, oh, I don't really have that much to talk about anyway. But then as I started getting older and growing up, it was like, oh, what do I want to show and what don't I want to show? Sure. Um, so that was a little hard for me. But also, I like to look at it as I don't see myself leaving social media anytime soon. So I have time to share those things. It's not that I will never show them. Right. Um, and I do still show like a lot of my life. And I love sharing that with people. For sure. But I like knowing that there are also some things that I do keep to myself and that I can choose to show when I want to. No, that's great. That's so goddamn mature. Like, give us all a lesson in, like, (laughs) balancing our social media. Um, Okay, you travel like crazy. Where has been the best place that you've traveled to as of late? Ooh, I actually haven't been traveling as much recently. Okay. But one of my favorite places I've been is Greece. I went to Santorini, (gasps) and it was Amazing. The, I've also been there. And really? the colors are just so insane. It looks like a saturated Instagram photo. Oh, totally. It's so amazing. It's I, I fell in love. And like the place that I was staying was so beautiful. It's like very romantic. Yeah. There were so many people taking wedding photos <laughs> that it was like silly to me that I was like, you all know that like there's se- I'm looking down like the coastline and there's just seven different like couple pairings that are just taking the same exact photo that I'm like you understand (laughs) this is not a unique situation (laughs) it just felt like it just seems so ridiculous at some point yeah it's like a honeymoon spot (laughs) and I didn't know that going into it because I was there for work okay uh so I was excited to be there but I was like whoa I feel super (laughs) single right now It honestly, yeah, it's like it is really just gonna shame you into getting into any relationship with anyone. Absolutely, <laughs> it's so aggressively romantic that it's stupid. It's like, oh, you're single? That's that's cute. Yeah, that's the, cute. everyone that works in like the tourist markets that's like selling all of these like couple T-shirts like has nothing to offer you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You. So I felt a little alone, but it was fine. It was really beautiful. How and, long were you there for? Um, I think five days. Mm. It felt really short. Really? I did not want to leave. I considered like locking myself in the closet and <laughs> just no one being able to find me. I mean, still time. You can go back. I can. It's it's insanely beautiful. It's like it's so unreal. Yeah. That it's like you have to pinch yourself. Um, you were homeschooled. Yeah. But only for high school? So when I was younger, I was homeschooled. Okay. And then I went to public school, started I started in third grade, I believe. Okay. And then I went back to homeschooling in seventh, eighth grade. Got it. And then I was homeschooled the rest s- of the after time. that. Yeah. Is there anything that you think you missed in high school? I mean, there are definitely things that that kids who went to high school did that I didn't. Sure. I mean, I went to prom. It's funny how it happened because I was homeschooled when I was in high school, but I had a friend who went to the public high school and I basically kind of forced him to take me. 
That's the best prom date is a forced prom date. Because like, I really wanted to go. Yeah. And that's such, yeah, it's such a cultural experience. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like family friends. So I actually, it's so, so dumb. I like, I think I had my parents reach out to his parents and then he, and then he called me inviting me to prom. (laughs) And I was like, I would love to go to prom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I went to prom, got the dress, did the whole thing. How was that? It was good. It but was not-, not as great as I thought it was going to be, though. That's. I it mean, was I- a lot of, like, grinding, and <laughs> I was super uncomfortable. And then he wanted to slow dance, and I, I was, like, not – I wasn't interested in him, you know? I was sure. just, like, it was like we I'd, were friends. He's the catalyst to get you to experience prom. Totally. And then it's, like, he wanted to slow dance, and we just, like, started getting closer, and I was, like, I don't know. <laughs> Abort, 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 abort. What's happening? I just want to go to prom. (laughs) I don't want this to happen. Uh, But also, like, slow dancing in high school in general is so stupid. It's awkward and It's so awkward. And no one really knows what they're doing. And no one's having a good time slow dancing. I feel like everyone's nervous. Yes. Like, they're all just sweaty (laughs) and nervous. (laughs) But that's – I remember specifically – like avoiding eye contact when slow dancing that it was like everyone yeah. just looking around at everyone else while they're slow dancing trying not to make eye contact with the actual person that they're putting their arms around right totally. now totally and there's like that weird like you push your body back yeah. it's yeah. like you don't want to touch that you like, have like a ruler's worth yeah. of space between each other you're like none of our like stomachs are touching at all whatsoever. Yeah, we need space. But you probably had the best experience because you didn't go to that high school. So you got to be like the outlier that was there. Totally. I was like, yeah, I did this once. I'm good. I don't need to do this again. That's so good. It was just a little uncomfortable. But, you know. But you did it. I did it. And I can say I did it. You got the dress. You got the photos. (laughs) All of it. Um, So you do music. which I I feel like people know this, but they don't actually like know this about you. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, I remember seeing you release uh, like a single and I was like, is this for real? Like what's happening? <laughs> Me too. Same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what's happening with music? Are you still doing it? Yeah. So the thing with music, I, I've always loved it Yeah. growing up and music is a big part of my life and it's been around me growing up. Like my family, they're all into music as well. So I've always been around it and I always wanted to do it. And my first video, even I wanted to do a cover, but I was like, people are really judgmental with music. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to do a haul makeup videos. (laughs) So I went into that. Um, But it's always been in the back of my mind. It's something that, you know, I've always done off camera, but never just publicly shown. Sure. And so I did release a song with Mike Tompkins about three years ago. Yeah. And it was great. And I think for me, it was just kind of figuring it out and getting used to that and just kind of seeing what it felt like to actually, because even though I was interested in music, I'd never been in a studio and actually recorded a song and I didn't know what that felt like. And it was scary and really exciting at the same time. That's cool. And so after doing that song, I was like, I want to do this more, but I want to be more involved and I want to like start writing music and talking about more personal things. And so Mm -hmm. it's been a while. Like I've only done uh, a couple covers since then. I did a cover with Kurt Schneider on his channel. And then uh, we did a cover, like a mashup on mine. And that's all I've really done publicly in music. But it's something that behind the scenes I'm constantly working on, to be honest. That's awesome. And also, like, I don't know when it will be released. It's it's one of those things that if if I never feel completely comfortable with it and feel like this is me and mm-hmm. this is a great representation of who I am, if I never feel that way, then it won't ever be released. So because I don't want to do anything that is just for the sake of doing it. Right. Like, oh, I have a following, so I'm going to put out music and do this. Like, 
it has to make sense and I have to love it and feel good about it. So I've been writing a lot of music and and just like about personal situations. And just for me, like it's been so great. It's like therapy. I was going to say, it must be so cathartic and so therapeutic to kind of like talk through all of these like intense emotions in a musical way. Yeah. It's really fun. So I think, uh, you know, eventually if I get to that point where I'm like, I need to put this out now and I have that urge, then it will happen. But I'm not rushing myself. Very cool. But something that is coming out is your book. My book. Okay. Talk to me about this. What is the book? Tell us everything about it. What was the experience in writing it? Like, it's so, I can say it's so insanely different writing a book than like creating a video. Oh, totally. It's a totally different muscle. Yeah. But it's also like so rewarding. Yeah. So the book is Make Your Mind Up mm-hmm. and it's released in on June 13th. That's so exciting. I wanted to write a book for a while, but I, I wanted to wait until I had enough to talk about. Sure. And even now it's like I'm 21. Like I still have a lot of, you know, time ahead yeah. of me. But I wanted to take the opportunity to talk about more than I can in a video. For sure. And so this book allows me to really dive in and touch on things that I normally talk about. Like there's lifestyle stuff in it. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, what I wear on a date and yeah. how I do my makeup and that kind of Is stuff. Is it like a guidebook in a way? Kind of, but it's, it's not. Mixed with like personal stories? And yeah. Stuff? Okay. Totally. It's like we talk about my personal life, but then there are also just tips on how I figure things out. It's not like you need to do things right. this way. It's just how I do it. And if that helps you, then that's great. That's awesome. But also, I love self-help books. It's like… I'm obsessed with them. My favorite thing in the world. (laughs) I'm such a nerd. So this is your version of a self-help book in a way. Yeah. Cool. That's why I knew that, you know, writing this book, I wanted that to be a big part of it. Like, I want to give my audience what they're used to seeing from me, which is the lifestyle stuff. Sure. But also have this really strong aspect of self-help and motivation and self-love. Because that's what I… I think that's the foundation that's of the everything. That's the core of your channel in general. Absolutely. Just yeah. like personal happiness and all of that. And so I really wanted to channel that in this. So cool. I talk about personal situations and, you know, how to love yourself and how to accomplish the things that you want. I talk about fear a lot because fear is something that I faced a lot in my career and just on a daily basis. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I'm really, really happy with it. And I was able to be vulnerable in a different way, which was scary too because writing it, I almost forgot that people were going to read it. Right. That's the thing. (laughs) The weird thing about books is that like people then own it and read it and then can give it to other people. And you're like, oh, right. That's available for you to like. Maybe I shouldn't have told you that story. (laughs) Like I kind of take that back. Because it is so much easier. Like when you write something down, you know, versus like saying something out loud in a video, Mm -hmm. it feels a lot easier like a diary entry that you're just like, you can be more vulnerable. You can be more honest. And then you forget that people actually read it the same way they would watch a video. And you're like, cool. So I just told you all of that. (laughs) You know everything about me. But that's exciting. Um, So people that have watched you will still find something new in this book. Absolutely. There's a lot of new stuff in this book. And that's what makes me really excited. That's awesome. How was the whole process for you? Um… It definitely took longer than I thought it would. <laughs> but that's good. Because <laughs> yeah. a book is so permanent. Yeah, like, it totally. Is, you know, you make these videos and they, you turn them out over and over and over again. And a book is like you have to sit with it and edit it and then re-edit it and re-edit it yeah. until it's this tangible thing. I think that's what was cool too though is I didn't really feel pressure to get it done. That's great. You know, because no one really knew that it was coming out until I made the announcement. So I had time to really work on it and perfect it. Until I said, hey, I'm releasing a book. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to have that time to really think That's about awesome. my thoughts and package that into something that can Are help you doing people. book tour? 
Yes. That's exciting. I know. I'm really, really pumped. Just like meeting – anytime I get to meet my viewers and people that watch me, it's just so cool. Yeah, to put it's like fun. faces to like usernames. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the relationship also that we have with our audiences, it's it's different. Like it's very unique because yeah. it, it, there's like an emotional – it's very personal, personal connection. Yeah, it's very intimate. So it feels like you're meeting friends that you just don't know yet. This one girl, I was in the mall and this girl came up to me and the way that she approached me was, she was like, Bethany, and gave me a hug. I was like, oh my God, did we go to school together? <laughs> like, are you an old friend? Yeah. I forgot her name. I yeah. was so scared. And then she told me she watched my videos and she had been that- watching me for a long time. And it's just so cool. Like, you're so right. It's, it's like, so we're friends. That's Yeah, I never really experienced that. Hannah and I went up to Vancouver like two years ago. And only when we were there were we like walking down the street and we've had people like walk up to us and be like, hey, not even say her name, just be like, hey, and like not want a photo, nothing. And then to the point that we were like, how do we know this person? What set did we work on this person? Like, where, where is this? We can't categorize this in our brains. And then they'd be like, Love your videos, like, after the fact. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it was such a familiar, like, friendship feeling of, like, hey, long time no see. That it's like, yeah, hi, hey. girl. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Good to see you. And you're like, we don't know each other? Cool. Yeah. But, but that's awesome. So now uh, you get to go do that with the book, which is going to be, like, a totally different, like, intimate process. Yeah. I'm very excited. Also just to travel. I love traveling. So. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, we're going to take a break in a second. But before we do, I have two questions that I ask every single podcast guest. And the first one is, who in the world, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. This question. Yeah, that one. Um, my niece. She's four. Is that me? <laughs> Is that me? No, not like out of pure love. Just because I feel like she would love it. (laughs) And then also I feel like she would throw it back at me and I kind of want spaghetti on me. Right. I think that's, I don't think anyone's ever said a child ever. She would love it. I'm just picturing it. Like I think a hundred episodes in and no one's ever said a child. (laughs) That's amazing. But yeah, uh, children would absolutely love it. I mean, it could go either way. Either she'd love it. Or she she drove a tantrum for life. and yeah yeah so I mean like here's hoping for the former but right. <laughs> you never know unless you try um, and the other question I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or like close call but you can only use three words or three small phrases so mine is college jogging front lawn oh okay. <laughs> that's why is that my response yeah, I think that you're really internal like you're really listening to these questions and just taking like, them so seriously oh okay how do I, so just only three Ooh. words that describe it yeah if you had to describe your story to someone but you could only use three words or three small phrases with no follow-up questions how would you paint the picture for someone party uh-oh stalking google <laughs> stalking like yeah. <laughs> I am having bad I can't it's think okay. about it. It's uh, okay. You're having PTSD <laughs> from it. A-A. No follow-up questions, like I said. Uh, we're going to take a really quick break, and when we get back, Bethany's got some questions from Twitter from all of you that Ooh. we are so excited to answer. We'll be right back with yes. more Not Too Deep. Not Too Deep. Not Too Deep. 
We are back. We're back with Bethany Moda here on Not Too Deep. Um, and we're going to get into a lot of your Twitter questions that I have here. Um, we got a lot of really great questions. Mm. And so I'm really curious of your answers, okay. if you will entertain us. Um, I'm scared. Happen6 wants to know, if you could use only three makeup products for the rest of your life, what would they be? Oh, like specific, like, brands, products? Um, I guess it's whatever you want. I Definitely an eyebrow pencil. Okay. Because I have to have good brows. Yeah. Um, mascara. Okay. And uh, lip balm. There you go. I like to keep it simple. That seems like pretty spot on for all for the rest of your life. Like I think you're set. That's all you really need. Um, this random person named Corey Cool on uh, <laughs> I don't know this random Twitter user wants to know: Are you excited for all caps best camp ever this year? So excited! <laughs> so excited! He and Tyler taught us the game that they were saying they did at camp. What is it where they like free associate words? To try and get to the one. Oh, yeah. They're, where they, they're like experts at it. Yeah. <gasps> they that, taught me that game. Yeah. And they were saying. Yeah. At, they were saying at camp that, I mean, one, they're amazing at it because they're so they're in line. They're so good. But then they were saying that they staged it at camp to make it look like they like they had scripted the words that they were going to say. So it made it look like they were awesome at the game oh, in front of all of, of the course campers. they did. <laughs> I remember playing it with them and I, I don't, I totally forgot how to play, but I just remember getting like low-key mad, like very yeah. angry. <laughs> Because I, like, I, I can get competitive. That's why I don't, I don't like playing games. And it's supposed to be the most <laughs> collaborative game ever. And we, we were playing it after the podcast, like trying to figure out. And they were doing it in front of us. And they were like so good at They're it. They're so good. Mamrie and I did it once on a live stream. And it was like pretty magical. But also like we both said candle because there was a candle directly in front of both <laughs> of us. <laughs> so it wasn't that difficult. Um, wait, when is camp this year? Um, I actually don't know the specific date yet. It's over the summer, though. Yes, it's okay. over the summer. Some point over the summer. Um, Barry Freesia 18 wants to know, what is your favorite pillow? Favorite pillow? Yeah. Um, oh, wow, this is so, like, personal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I have a couple different, like, I have my favorite, like, decor pillow that I put on my couch. Okay. It's called a wedding pillow. Wait, what? They're wedding pillows. I got it from Anthropology. Okay. And it's like this cream, like fringy, magical pillow that has sequins in it. It's called a wedding pillow. It's a wedding pillow. Okay. Good to know. And I was just proud of myself. I'm like, this is so boho chic. <laughs> this is so Pinterest. Like, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it right. Yeah. That's like my favorite decor pillow. Okay. And then my favorite, like, comfy, like, pillow that I go to sleep with. It's, uh, it's, uh, I got this, it's fancy. Tell us about it. But it was like a, it was a gift that I got at an event and it's like a silk pillowcase. (gasps) I've heard that you're supposed to lay on silk pillowcases because it's good for your hair. It's good for your skin. It's good for all of it. I felt kind of stupid using it the first time. I was like, who am I? (laughs) Who do I think I am that I have a silk pillowcase? But it's supposed to be so good for you. It feels really good. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm all in. And like you lay down, it's cold all the time and just like super soft. So... Good to know. Good to know. I remember I did a video randomly with Trish Cyrus, Miley Cyrus's mom. She was Mm. starting like a YouTube channel and like a bunch of us just went over and did collabs. And she did a bunch of like beauty hacks with me. And she talked about silk pillowcases for like 20 minutes. And I was so sold after that. Apparently they are just like a key thing for for beauty and 
skincare. She travels with them. She like takes her hotel pillowcases off and puts her silk pillowcases on oh, them. Wow. So that's yeah. a new level. Yeah. So like that's a life hack for you guys <laughs> if you really, really want to get into it. Ooh, I'm curious of your answer for this question. Um, Let It Bay wants to know if you could create a bath bomb, what would you call it? And I would add on, what would it smell like? Whoa. Are you a bath bomb person? I'm more of a bubble bar person. A what? A bubble bar. What is that? So Lush has bath bombs. All right. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is like I can't a even speaking speak. test. Um, they have bath bombs and then they have bubble bars. So bath bombs just like fizz and right. they'll like change the color of your water. And sometimes sure. they have like rose petals and like sparkles in them. And then bubble bars, you like crumble while your bath is, your, the water's running. Okay. And then it just creates all of these bubbles. And you can get like pink bubbles. And so they you smell. get like the most stereotypical looking like cartoon bathtub. Yeah. Yes. That sounds great. Like, I have not been able to get on board with bath bombs because I don't understand, like… Honestly, I'm not a huge bath bomb fan. Okay. Because I like I, I like the bubbles. Right. I like not being but able that's to the purpose- see through the water. <laughs> see how murky the water gets. Exactly. The color lasts for like a second. And then you have to take a shower afterwards anyway yeah. because you're colored in the, the bath bomb. And if you get a sparkly one, you have like glitter all over you Forever. in places that you don't want it. <laughs> So more of a bubble bar. Okay. But I don't know what I would name it. It would probably mm. smell like super sweet. Yeah. Just like like all the perfume that I own is just like obnoxiously What's your go-to? Sweet. Um, I was wearing this one that I've been wearing since middle school. It's pink sugar. Is that Bath and Body Works? No, it's uh Victoria's. I Secret? don't know the brand. I get it at Sephora, but it comes in like this pink and white, like swirly bottle. It's Cute. like super middle school. <laughs> But I still get compliments on it when I wear it. We're like, what are you? Is this Dior? What is this? Um, It's CK1. Yeah. So it would definitely be like a sweet, sugary smell. Nice. Very nice. Um, Someone, Cupcake Storm, wants to know, if you'd be a month, which month would you be? Mm, When's your birthday? November. November, I was going to say November, but that's like only because it's my birthday. Yeah. Maybe like June. That's a fun month. Yeah. Like summer. It's like everyone's graduating. People are getting the, the start of their summer on. I feel like everyone's in a good mood around then. Now I'm I'm like, now I don't know. <laughs> like, maybe not June. I don't want that. Now it's too much to think about. Maybe December. Okay. Because the holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end of the year. Everyone's reflecting mm-hmm. on the recent events. Um, someone's to know what fruit do you most feel like? No pressure is what they say. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This um, is a very high pressure question. You know, I don't know why, but when you said that a pineapple came to mind. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and for all of you just listening to the podcast, there might be some pineapple references <laughs> happening on set right now. Um feel no like a pressure. pineapple. Very um Yeah. I don't know. Pineapple. I like pineapples in theory. Aesthetically, they're very cool looking. They but are. I've never actually bought a pineapple to consume. You know, I don't… They taste good, but I hate the aftertaste. I, I don't like the taste of… I mean, it's fine. But it's not like my… Like if I'm going to eat a fruit, I think I'd go for like… Have a, you experienced the aftertaste? I, I not… Now that you're asking me, not that I can remember. I've definitely eaten a pineapple, but it's I don't… It's really bad. <laughs> 
sorry. Now I'm so excited to go buy a pineapple just to have that moment. Maybe I just, I've only had bad pineapples in my life, but I just had one a month ago and I was like, I can't do this. It's so bad. And it lasted for like a good hour. Wow. Okay. Good to know. If any of you have ever had this experience, please let us know because this sounds like an epidemic that people should know about. Yeah, definitely. Um, Cosmic Pop-Tarts wants to know special talents, question mark? Which I feel like we kind of touched on with your music that people might not know that you are really like into that. Um, and you've been dancing for a few years now. Yeah. Um, I I like to think I'm really good at karaoke. <gasps> What's your go-to karaoke song? So I love Reflection. What? And I love If I Were a Boy. Oh, that's a good one. That's my thing is like I go full out. So I'll be like, yeah, let's karaoke. And then everyone ends up being like really shocked because I get super emotional and like really into it. (laughs) And I feel like it makes people a little uncomfortable. (laughs) But… With someone that initiates the karaoke and then gets extremely emotional yeah. during the karaoke. <laughs> Can we go do karaoke sometime? Please. I feel like I need to watch this no, happen. No, absolutely. I'm still learning what my karaoke song is. It's all, it's like for years been pour some sugar on me. Mm. But yeah. I feel like that's good. It's very coyote ugly. It's very <laughs> basic. It's very like dumb. Um, but I, I got to find like a good one. I but like it, NSYNC as well, like any NSYNC. Yeah, any like 90s, like boy band, pop music, any Britney, all of that. I think it's really fun. Taylor Swift is actually really good. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't. I like haven't old known. Taylor Swift. I did like old Justin Bieber last time I went karaoke. Nice. Like a couple weeks ago. Is there a place that you go to? Is it, do you have a go-to karaoke place in Los Angeles? Uh, just normally anywhere in Koreatown. You're like anywhere with a microphone <laughs> that allows me to sing out loud. Anywhere there is a microphone. <laughs> do you prefer like the room karaoke or like the full bar karaoke? Oh, the room. I can't, really? I did, I did, uh, I was with some friends uh-huh. for my sister's birthday a couple years ago and I don't know why I thought it was going to be a good idea. We went to Saddle Ranch. Oh yeah, with the cotton candy and all that and like yeah. the bull riding. And the it's like the the karaoke stage that everyone while they're eating dinner can <laughs> watch watching. you. And we signed up as a group yeah. and we went up and I pushed myself to the back. I was like <laughs> this was such a bad idea. There are literally like 20 people looking at us right now while they're eating dinner. While they're eating dinner. See, that's the thing. It can't be like I love bar karaoke where everyone's kind of drinking and having a good time and watching kind of if they want to. But if you're like sitting for dinner in a show like that you didn't sign up for, that seems a little nerve wracking. Yeah. So the room is definitely my thing. Okay. Good to know. Have you noticed that the screens that play like music videos in karaoke are like never related to the songs? It's like very weird like stock footage. I want to meet the people that edit the karaoke videos that play because it's always like these weird like medicine commercials that are happening behind the words as they're coming up. Like it makes no sense. Like the song is about love. Why? I don't don't understand this video. Why is there just like a zoom in on a hot dog right now? I don't get this. But like someone made those. Like someone sat at a computer and edited those together. Brilliant. God bless them. Um, Someone wants to know, what would your superpower be? Oh, oh, um, you know what? I had this and I totally forgot what it was. It was so good. 
And yeah, if yeah. it was, if it was, I feel good. like this is a question that you must get asked. I feel like I've been asked this question a billion, zillion times, and I never know what my. Someone recently said some a great answer to it. What a superpower would be on the podcast, and I can't remember what it was. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember mine. What's yours? If I could turn any situation into a musical. What? So, like, it, no matter where I am, like, right now, if I wanted you to get up and start singing and dancing with me, it would happen. Oh, my God. Please make this happen. Like, Wait, that's... and this is, <laughs> and, like, people, like, it's all, like, everyone's into it. Yeah. So, like, if you're in a restaurant and you can just, like, press the button and then it's a musical and everyone's singing and dancing. And then when you press the button to stop it, no one remembers what happened except you. What? That's a great superpower. Holy crap. Yeah, that's solid. I really, really want that. That makes mine of like wanting to just have an available bathroom wherever I am <laughs> seem really dumb. No, that's pretty good too. <laughs> mine is that I used to say I would love to manifest just a private bathroom whenever I needed it anywhere in the world. That's actually amazing. I mean, it'd be really cool, but also like it feels a little selfish. <laughs> so if I want to use my powers for good, maybe I should think in more broad strokes. Hmm. You but, know, like a musical. Yeah. Did you see La La Land? I did. Did you love it? Loved it. It was good. I just recently watched it like a week or two ago. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was really good. They put in some work. It was so good. Yeah. The opening sequence. Dang. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I was like, this is the best. This is so cool watching people be great at what they've like practiced for so long. I know. It was really, really amazing. I mean, the ending was a little... Yeah. It was different than I expected, but Yeah, the ending was kind of a bummer, but also I get it. But I was like okay with it, you know? Yeah. Like they made it so good. I was like, I don't even care. <laughs> this is so amazing. <laughs> it was so good. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that is kind of how life would probably go. Yeah. Like I guess this isn't a Disney ending. No yeah. spoilers, no spoilers. I love the ending. Of course you did. Pessimistic Jack Perry. <laughs> no, that's not why because you got to see you got to see like What could have happened? Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, skip the next 30 seconds. We're not but, spoiling anything. They should have seen it by now. <laughs> um, but yeah, like how you could sort of see what could have been and yeah. then you see the reality. It's sort of like, what I liked about it was like you got to see sort of both worlds. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, totally. That's why I liked it. It is strange though. Like Emma Stone to me will never look like a mom. Like even her like yeah, kissing the child at the end. Yeah. I was like, you are still like 20 years old in my brain. Like uh -huh. it looks weird that you're <laughs> like weird. with this older man that clearly <laughs> is like a husband, but like it doesn't age you up. Like she didn't seem older to me. Like cause she just looks so young. Yeah. So that was a little like strange, but she like, God, her in that audition scene. Oh, it's so good. In the very oh, beginning. I believed her 100. I was like, I was like, that's so hard to do. Like that's so amazing. Oh, God bless. Um, uh, Jesse G 11 wants to know favorite song at the moment. Um, favorite song, gosh. Or what's your favorite, like, genre of music? Do you have a style that you listen to more than others? I like to listen to slightly, uh, do you know Banks? Banks? Banks. No. She's one of my favorite artists. It's a little bit more edgy. Okay. A little dark, but okay. it's really good. I love, she's kind of like, if you think of Lord, it's, it's like. I was going to say, is it like, of, okay, like alternative vibe? Yeah. Okay. So she's my favorite artist right now. That's cool. I'm such a fan of her. Where is she from? Um, I, I think she's from like Orange County. 
oh really <laughs> yeah. I was like Banks could be from anywhere yeah no I thought Super the same exotic. thing I was like oh she's Australian for yeah, sure yeah, no, yeah, she's- yeah. all those mysterious <laughs> artists are always Australian <laughs> yeah, no, Anaheim the Australia of California but that's cool I've never heard of her yeah you should definitely check her out she's really good um, so I listen to her a lot. Uh, what else do I listen to? Mm, I don't. Do you listen to more alternative kind of stuff? Yeah. Like okay. I don't always know what the top music is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know right now. I've been listening to a playlist of like 80s hits for the last like six months. So I have no idea what popular songs are happening right now. Oh, actually Ed Sheeran, his two new songs. Ah. Love those. He's just an amazing songwriter. He's incredible. Yeah. He's very, and he also just seems like he's probably a cool person. Yeah. Can we get him on the podcast? Put him at Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, (laughs) Ed Sheeran. Um, Someone to know, SwiftyFan6 wants to know your dream collab. Is there anyone that you would love to shoot with that you haven't shot with yet? Dream collab. Ooh. Which I'm sure is like a really difficult question. <laughs> or is there a collab that you've had that you've already done that you're like, that was so cool? Mm. I loved the collab that I did with Tyler. Oh, because yeah. Because we did, we dressed up as Miranda Sings. <laughs> and I, when when he called me and was like, hey, so I have this idea. We're going to uh-huh. dress up as Miranda. I was like, yes. I don't even understand. This is everything that I want. <laughs> And so that's by far one of my favorite collaborations. And I got way too far into that character. But it's, it, doing Miranda Sings as an impression is like cathartic and therapeutic. I feel yes. like everyone should try it every now and then. I love it. It's, uh, I catch myself every now and then being like, no way. Like saying Only going to be. It's It's born. What are you doing? Just catching myself saying things like that and being like, oh, that's a, that's a Miranda Sings-ism right now. Yes. It's so fun. Sometimes it comes out of me like without trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like I'll just start talking like that. It's so good. Good. It's so good. Yeah, so that was fun. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, someone wants to know what your favorite scent is. Favorite scent? Uh, well, you said your favorite, like, body scent is the swirly, The swirly pink thing. sugar middle school <laughs> perfume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's your favorite scent in terms of, like, if I smell this when I walk into a room, I'm, like, head over heels. Oh, coffee. Really? Yeah. Are you a coffee drinker? Yes. Yeah? Mm. Like how many cups a day? It recently got bad because… <laughs> That's a sign of a coffee drinker when you said it recently got bad. Well, because I used to do like caramel macchiatos and like right. iced coffee with milk in it and stuff like that. You know, it Are wasn't doing just black straight coffee up. Now? Recently, I've been doing venti cold brews with nothing else. That's wow. crack cocaine. And <laughs> that should be illegal. I did this the other day and then I started getting really shaky later on. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Like, yeah. I'm going crazy. I called my mom. Like, I was so afraid. <laughs> like, we have an issue. I was like, mom, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just so shaky and my heart's beating really fast and I'm sweating. <laughs> She's like, are you going through withdrawal? No. And she's like, did you have coffee? I'm like, yeah. I had I had a venti cold oh, brew. That's intense. So yeah, I've been I've really been having Trying too to much scale coffee. Scale back a little bit. 
it's I get headaches when I don't now. Same. No, we're on so the same page. I kind of have to. Yeah, that it's an actual like addiction. <laughs> totally. It is. <laughs> like, My mom is like, she'll have three cups a day and uh-huh. she'll drink coffee before bed. It has no effect on her. What? That's what I, I've learned that like I thought it had no effect on me. I'm like, I'm just not sleeping because I'm stressed out. Not because I'm drinking coffee at 10 p.m. <laughs> oh, no. My mom can still sleep. That's It's like bonkers. her cup of tea. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like she's built up quite an immune system to that. <laughs> when was the first time you had coffee? Uh, I don't know. Maybe sometime in like middle school. Really? Yeah. I'm trying. I think the first time I had coffee was when I was like in college. Oh. I, I think I was interning and it was free at the internship. So it was like you got to take a break when you went to the break room to, t- to get coffee. So people would just drink coffee all yeah. day long so they could go and like get out of the intern room. Oh. And I remember drinking black coffee like was my first like foyer into coffee. And I would drink like five cups a day of just black coffee. Wow. Yeah, oh it was God. so intense. And then it was like, this is not actually like delicious. <laughs> so This is not enjoyable. Yeah, at all. Why am I doing this voluntarily to myself? I kind of eased into it because like I started with – like All a the sugary drink. Yeah, I started with getting like vanilla bean frappuccinos with yeah. caramel drizzle, and then <laughs> and then I think when I was like twelve or thirteen, I started getting like the you know the the frappuccinos. Yeah, but I'd get them without whipped cream oh. because less calories. Right, and, and I thought it was like so, twelve hundred calories. Exactly, it's, it's a, a milkshake, <laughs> and I I just thought it was so cool because I was like, yes, my Starbucks, my coffee. Yeah, and then I think a few years later is when I started doing straight up actual coffee I don't like Starbucks coffee really no it tastes like burnt to me it's never been like my I, favorite I, I don't I don't think I've ever had good coffee <laughs> like, like anything it's that's a- all I know <laughs> and I'm like what are you talking about you're like it just tastes like coffee um <laughs> it gets the job done um someone's uh someone's to know what confuses you what confuses me? Yeah. This question. I'm a little confused by the question. <laughs> yeah, same, same, same. Just a little bit. Also, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm like, my car confuses me sometimes. Putting air in my tires confuses me. I've had my light on oh, in my car to I put air in my that. tires for like months. Air in my tires, can't do it. I also hate getting gas. Oh, it's like yeah. one of my least favorite things <laughs> in the world. Just really? Moved to New Jersey. In Can New Jersey, there's you? Yeah. yeah, they do it for you there. Jack and I are both from New Jersey. And so I remember coming out here one time. And I had no one ever teaches you because there's no reason to in yeah. New Jersey. And when I came out here, my friend and I, we took 20 minutes to figure out how to pump. <laughs> Michelle and I tried to figure out how to pump gas. And like people were trying to help us. And like we're driving by being like, you just lift the handle. Oh we're like, we, I don't know. We don't know. It was so embarrassing. And I had the same like fear of like, I'm never, I'm never getting gas ever. Like I'll just like walk everywhere. I just feel like it's scary too. I don't, I don't like it. Like, it feels very vulnerable. Get Getting gas at night is one of the scariest things to me. Yeah, because you just like, you have to stay there until it's done. Yeah, (laughs) like if something happens, you can't just get in your car and drive away. Like you're stuck there. Have you ever driven away with the gasoline handle in your car? No. Oh, I've done that. That's oh my one God, of my really? Yeah, Wait, what happened? <laughs> I always thought it that like- out. It popped out and I was like, oh, wow, that could have been way worse wow. than I picture, I picture explosion. That's what I was like. I just wasn't, you know. Apparently it's really common. People yeah. do that all the time. They have breakaway things now. So when people do it, it just pops off. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. No, it was one of those things where I'm like, why? what's happening with my car right now? And then like looked back and saw like the nozzle like popping out of the gas <laughs> thing. And I was like, this is embarrassing. So you cool. got, did you go back and 
Um, Put it in? Yeah, like really, really quickly. (laughs) I wish I could have seen that. It was so, and I was just like, I'm relatable, right, guys? Like, you all feel better about your lives because I'm losing my mind right now. Ooh, someone wants to know, what was your favorite dance on Dancing with the Stars? Ooh, I actually really loved all of the more aggressive dances. Really? Which surprised me because yeah. they were like you know some more girly and like fun ones sure. and then there's like pasta doble which is like which is very so sexual and my hair was shaped like horns <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had like maleficent vibes going on that's awesome and then I think our last dance which was the freestyle which was so fun because it's obviously freestyle you're not right. tied to any specific style of dance so there was like pasta doble in it there was hip-hop in it there was argentine tango in it that's cool and it was so fun and at the end we did this awesome like trick where like my face is like an inch from the ground and he's holding me upside down and my legs are in this cool like position yeah and it's just like strong power pose and uh I felt like I was gonna fall and hit my face but it was so fun that's such a trust exercise 100% what was I mean I've heard that the training on that show is so intense like were you prepared at all going into it being like I'll do this and then being like I what am I doing physically no and emotionally no like I just especially you know being a youtuber at least for me like I never really worked out or was like super (laughs) physical and it's so intense physically (laughs) it is it really is because you're rehearsing every single day and then as the competition goes on you're you find yourself rehearsing more and more because they add more dances so instead of doing one dance a week you're now doing two or three dances a week that's crazy and you have five days to rehearse whatever this new dance is and you get a new dance every week because you're doing like an opening number that I think people kind of look over where it's like everyone's sort of like doing this thing that's choreographed in the very opening of the show that's like not associated to like you getting a score yeah you have to like that's something you you have have to to learn good doing that too next to someone who's been dancing for their whole life that's so like it's really intimidating and physically yeah it was really tough because I remember towards the end we would have 10 hour rehearsals like I literally went in at 10 a.m and got out at 10 o'clock at night were just so tired what was like the wear and tear on the body because it's like there's no time to recover from any injuries if you have them I fractured my ankle the first week (laughs) because I know honestly setting yourself up for success (laughs) leave it to me we were doing the jive the first week which is like super bouncy yeah and I was doing a move wrong and he didn't my partner Derek didn't really he didn't notice that I was doing it wrong so he didn't correct me yet he didn't correct me until like a couple days before the show um and I fractured my ankle somehow. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> like, I woke up and my ankle was broken. And so the whole competition, like I went through it with a fractured ankle and it was just getting worse as time went on. And I had these really cute handmade like costumes. Right. And then I would ruin it by having a wrap around my ankle. Uh, and it was just, it was slightly a mess, but I mean, but you made we it looked good. <laughs> um, as long as we did it. And I just had like, actual holes in my feet because the the dancing shoes like you're dancing in heels right and I barely know how to walk in heels and so Same. doing like spins and dips so and all of these things like it hurts so much and I just was like bleeding and like that's that's a part that I'm like gross. no I'm sh- it's it sounds like but it's so intense and that's a part like they show a little bit on the show of like how intense rehearsals are that I wish that they would show that part more that it's like yeah really showcasing like how much work you guys are putting into this yeah because it seems so intense it was a lot of work but it was so much fun I'm really happy I did it because it was like it was a challenge yeah because I had danced a little bit before but 
not to that level. And, and on so, live television. Oh, so scary. Which sounds so intimidating. I'm used to being able to edit myself. Right, And like exactly. if something goes wrong, that's okay. No one's going to see it. Right. But this was just totally opposite of this isn't the only chance. And I remember one dance I got – because it's really easy to get stuck in your head. I'm sure. And overthink. Yeah. And so one week we were doing the tango and I remember right before – the dance. I was so in my head. I was like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> Literally two seconds before the music's going to come on. I don't know my first move. Uh, what? I don't know what to do. And then the music came on and it clicked. But yeah, yeah muscle memory. It's just but so challenging. I was like, I, could, I can't keep up in a Zumba class. So I'm, <laughs> I'm shit out of luck on all of that. Um, last question for you before we wrap up. Someone wants to know, <clears throat> what was your reaction to Family Guy mentioning you? That was so cool. Yeah. Did you know that that was going to happen? I had no idea that was going to happen. People started (laughs) tweeting me about it. And I was like, this is a moment. This is like a milestone. Yeah. That is crazy. And it's just so cool to see like that happen on a show like that. Yeah. Them to acknowledge, you know, it's just, it was very, very surreal. I mean, I'm sure like it's so insane, especially a show that like they can make fun of YouTube in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. I feel like that it's not like shitting on YouTube it's actually like celebrating it even totally. though they're making fun of it totally <laughs> that okay oh, here's an aside question for you then is there any show that you'd want to like guest star on mm. if you could I don't I don't know I mean for me like I always wanted I just like always wanted to meet Ellen and so being able to be on her show was like a dream come true for me so I'm sure being able to like when I was there I was like I don't know what to do I'm so nervous. (laughs) How was that experience? It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I was like, are you sure you want me here? (laughs) Did you like accidentally call me? Yeah. Like wrong. Did you guys send an email to the wrong person? Yeah. Did you want Bethany Frankel here? here? Like what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) But that's awesome. Is there anyone else in that realm? Like, is there any like talk show that you'd want to be on that you haven't been on yet? Because we can manifest it right now. I just want to hang out with James Corden, to be honest. I just want to hang out. Who like, doesn't? we don't have to do it. Like, I just want to. Like, there don't, there don't have to be any cameras. There no cameras just needed. Like, Let's just hang out. He is the coolest person. I'm, I'm such a. I, why isn't he on the podcast? Can we get, <laughs> can we get Corden? I'll add, I'll, I'll add to the list. Yeah, just, but like, what, he's just, what, hosting the Grammys or something? Like, like, come on. Yeah, make some time. Um, Bethany, this was so much fun. Um, And so I'm going to give you the gift that everyone that uh, makes time to be on the podcast gets for being here. And it's that you can tweet anything you want from my Twitter account right now. Um, I'm nervous. I know. It's okay, though. Okay. Um, Just nothing racist or homophobic, which I know is your brand. So if you could, like, just not do that, that'd be great. I I have no idea. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. But you can tweet whatever you want. Just send it. And then we'll read it out loud to the class. Jack is at the ready to retweet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) have your phone in your hand right now (laughs) whenever you're done with your tweet feel free to send it i sent it you sent it i'm nervous okay can i read it out loud oh (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) so bethany has tweeted i am a karaoke expert um rock on hand emoji try me (laughs) great i think the internet is going to tgif that real hard oh good jack fairy retweeted there are going to be some karaoke battles and i'm so ready for it i'm so ready okay remind everyone when does your book come out where can they get it 
June 13th, mm-hmm. make your mind up. It will be in Barnes & Noble bookstores online. They can pre-order it now. You can pre-order it now. Awesome. And yeah. That's so exciting. And where else can they find you across? Just Bethany Moda across all social media? Bethany Moda pretty much everywhere. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. This was so fun. Super, super fun. Guys, go check out Bethany. She's just a goddamn delight all across the board. Aww. And go pre-order the book if you haven't already. We'll see you next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. Grace Helbig. Not too deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Full Screen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons and an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music.